Oh, hey, Corey. Hey, Rachel. Um, so on, on the way here, I was like, you know, I'm, I sometimes I'll sing. Uh huh. And oftentimes when I'm singing, I want to try to sing something really annoying. Uh oh. Just to really, you know, really bother you. You've never done this on that that pod, this podcast. You don't remember? Come, come, my lady. Oh, oh but that, God. Okay. Yeah. And so I was like, what is the most annoying song that I could possibly sing? And then it came to me. Uh, it came to me. Okay, so you're a rocket Oh, science. Jesus. That don't me much. This is what I'm going to use in the five-minute fight. So you think you're Brad Pitt. Do you like it? I love it. <laughs> I love it. Corey's just um, looking at his email now. Just so you know. <laughs> I think I just got this a little a- bit inside. <laughs> we all did. We all did. You know what I, I have to say to that? <laughs> the rest of the podcast is just going to be that song on a loop. Ugh. I quit. Do, do we, I, thought, you know I thought the objective was to... to Get people to listen to this podcast. You know what the most annoying part of that song is? It isn't where she's like, so you've got a car. It's the... This is Side Talks. It's a podcast about movies, not about Shania Twain. Corey Kraft is about to quit, so let's see if we can get him to do one last one. I'm Rachel Morgan. Here we go. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. Well... It's time for a five-minute fight. Let's get away from all that, all those shenanigans that we just right. were into. All Let's right. get serious what about are we fighting movies. About? We're fighting about Moonrise Kingdom. Brad, have you started the timer? Because I'm ill-prepared. How fortuitous, because I just re-watched Moonrise Kingdom a couple days ago in a post-French dispatch high. I watched a bunch of Wes Anderson movies. Sam, will you note this? Just note that when I ask Corey to go watch stuff, he won't watch it, but he'll watch Moonrise Kingdom for the, let me guess, the 57th millionth time. Yeah, something like that like that okay um, and so great you, movie turns no, out no love it love it so much everything about it is wonderful it takes wes anderson's typical style and adds a little bit more liveliness to it it's mostly set in these wonderful exteriors on this fictional island in 1960s northeastern america um centered around a, a, a young love story between a um, troubled girl and an orphan boy who run away together and sort of send shockwaves through this very tiny community Bruce Willis is the cop investigating uh, their disappearance. Edward Norton, a kind of geeky but hilarious scoutmaster. Bill Murray and Francis McDormand, the girl's parents, and Tilda Swinton, the great Tilda Swinton. You're, I understand you're services. trying to bring a list of cast just uh, to kind of the, you know the prop list your... is is it speaks for itself. It, the the pedigree speaks for itself. Why on earth don't you like Moonrise Kingdom? This is one of Wes's best. While you're talking, I'm making notes to try to throw you off your game. But really, it's not working. I'm just writing the word pizza. So <laughs> the, the reason I, I like Wes Anderson uh-huh. and I like. I like his style, man. Like, I'm into Wes Anderson. That's not the issue. That This is the most precious of all the precious. No, it's not. And I don't I, – it, it has no edge. And this is when I like – when I like Wes Anderson, when I think Wes Anderson is at his best is when it is – when it has a little bit of edge to it. This has edge to it. A dog gets shot with an arrow and dies. Exactly. Like, that's the edge you bring? You know, no, I mean, that's mm. a bummer. That's a bummer. I'm with Lisa on our phone, a friend segment where can we just leave the animals out of this? It just feels oh so precious. It's it's as if it feels a little circle jerkish. Mm. And but the circle jerk is just clones of Wes Anderson. Mm. And it annoys me. 
it's my least favorite. It, you know, if this, this is, I guess the 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 point that you do have. If this were the only Wes Anderson film, I would probably like it. But in the canon, right, in the list of films, this is the weakest link, and it just kind of gets on my nerves. And I have to tell you, there's something, and and I'm a person too who's like, we, you know, we we let kids are little adults, but but there's something uncomfortable to me about the relationship in the film. I it just doesn't sit well with me. Like I just don't. I don't know what it is, actually. Maybe I need to talk to my therapist about that. But I don't – it just leaves me a little uneasy. I don't know. I, I, I think it's Anderson's most purely sweet movie. Maybe that's um, what I don't like about it. You know, the, the a lot of his other films are not only tinged with but outright concerned with depression and loneliness and – um, sometimes outright violence and destruction, as in the Grand Budapest Hotel. This is about those things on a lower scale because it does concern itself mostly with these preteens. Um, but the their relationship and then the sort of relationships of the adults in their world who are just as adrift as these kids end up being very poignant. And, and there's something about – you know, his last several films, The French Dispatch, Grand Budapest, and Moonrise Kingdom, have all sort of concerned themselves with the end of an era. You know, this this idea of nostalgia right. for something lost. And Moonrise Kingdom, I think, concerns itself with that uh, in, a, in a really atypical for him um, and and very poignant way. I, I really love this movie so much. On the on your on a list of top Wes Anderson films, this certainly cannot be in the top three. This is in the top five. Okay. But not the top three. No, the top three uh, Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums, Grand Budapest Hotel, they're not going anywhere. That, and of course we've argued Darjeeling before, which you do not put on that's, your list. That's the one that's probably for me his least successful film. And this yeah. to me is his least successful. This to me is it just again, it is, and it's, and I clearly, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but I just couldn't, I can't do it. I can't bring mm. myself to revisit it. It feels a little like we've pulled a little bit, and, and it has its moments. I will give you that, but it feels a little like we pulled a little of this from that Wes Anderson. A little, it doesn't. It it feels a little like, man, I've got to make a movie, and I'm just going to Wes Anderson, a Wes Anderson film. Well, this one, you know, it it feels a little different stylistically because not only because of those exteriors, but he uses a lot of handheld camera work. It's shot in in very grainy film stock, so that at points it almost feels a little French New Wavy. I don't know. The only evolution that this feels like to me is just a I've got to get another one out there. Mm, it really disagree. doesn't feel like no. any kind of a step in a direction. And again, auteur, you know, auteurs. I I, I appreciate auteurs for the links that they. You know, in, in in the in the bodies of work, but this is just this doesn't feel this feels too bleh, vanilla. Hmm. Well, mm, I don't agree. Have you seen the French Dispatch yet? I have. How do you feel about? I that? like it. Yeah, it's great. It rules. It's so good. Uh oh, here Had, comes Sam. Yeah, brace yourself. Oh man! Oh man! I am braced. Um, um, all right. Well, I mean, the cast is impressive and wonderful, just like every other Wes Anderson movie. Um, I'm going to say Rachel loses so many points for the mental image of a Wes Anderson clone circle jerk. I'm sorry for repeating those words. No. You're throwing Sam no. off this game, and I don't think you're losing all your points. All your points are being oh, drained oh, right now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shut um, up. Hush. She won't shut up. <laughs> 
Get out of here, Schmidt. Um, to Rachel's point, the relationship between the kids is a little weird for us to be watching. Feels like it's none of our business. Um, Agree. But I'm going to say Corey wins by, let's see. Oh, don't make just, me get the Shania. Just a thousand points. This one is really <laughs> okay. close. Y'all both okay. are like saying things correctly. Um, <laughs> it's, a, a purely sweet mu- it's a purely sweet movie and excellent at being that, even though it is far from his best. All right, it's I not can that live far with from that. His best. It's probably like number four or it's five. Far. I not can live far. with that sound, but it don't impress me much. Oh my god! <laughs> You're going to jail. Oh, I need to. I, re- I ought to. I really, I really ought to. Uh, the Grand Budapest Jail. <laughs> Well, you know what? We're already done. I forgot to mention. I was too busy playing Shania Twain on my phone. <laughs> See, Shania... Shania threw me off my game. It's just, just a distraction. We need to set Shania aside. So you think you got a podcast. <laughs> so these are micro-episodes. We're, we're going to... Let's just confess. We're going to take a little time off around the holiday here. That's right. The Thanksgiving holiday. And so we're going to do some micro-episodes. And so they're going to be really super fast. And we'll see how you guys like those. If you like them better, if you want to hear us talk less... But in more in more segments, we're happy to do that. Um, so this is it, man. We are your own personal cinematic Grandpa Gustafson and Gran Torino. What? You don't know who that is? You know who Gran Torino is. That's your old old Clint? friend. Yeah. But who's Grandpa Gustafson? He's one of the grumpy old men. Oh, what? What's the connection? Spell this out. Do I really have yeah, to make a do. connection between yeah. a grumpy old man and Gran Torino? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I thought you were talking so, about like when you were talking about Grandpa Gustafson. I was thinking uh, Fargo. No, I'm pretty sure. I mean, look, I hope we don't have to come back with a retraction, but I'm pretty sure that's one of the uh, grumpy old men. Mathau or Lemon? I don't know. I don't either. I, I haven't. Or seen he's in grumpy old men. I don't know. We we'll have to go look at this. Yeah. Okay. And, all right. You know hey, what? We might. Hey, one hey. of our micro episodes may get longer. I'll take your word. We might for have it. a retraction. I'll take your word for it. You, you you probably know what you're talking about there. I don't know, but if I was Gran Torino, I would have shot you by now. So <laughs> thanks to Revelator Coffee for sponsoring us. Uh, went there today. Uh, <laughs> had some delicious coffee. Go there. An awful lot these days, and I sure do appreciate their continued sponsorship of this podcast. Me too. Because Lord knows they have a lot of options. And the fact that they've chosen us. They've landed on this one? Yeah. Thank you, Revelator. Thank you so much. And thanks to Boutwell Studios. Of course, of course. Uh, Sidewalkfest.com or at Sidewalk Film on social media like Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, Come by uh, one of those places to see cinema showtimes and come see a movie with us. We got some good stuff coming up. Yep. Bye. Bye. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words. Our expertise.